Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So she's had her hair done at the barbers. Yes, I look lovely. Thank you very much for asking. And uh, these straight barber boys, you know the sort, lovely to look at. Well, they start talking about their missus. Now, I don't know if you know this, but it's Gays Do the History Months, plural. And uh, I took it upon myself as Head Nelly to sort of enlighten these gentlemen about queer culture and show them where they're going wrong. I mean, I have seen films that start like this, but they're quite problematic. Anyway, over the course of a skin fade, we cover cruising, cottaging, polari, uh, the hanky code and non-monogamy, to which they were quite concerned, actually, because they were worried that somebody might have it off with their bird who would be better than them. To which I replied, yes, that's highly likely. Because I just think all history lessons should leave straight men feeling a bit insecure. Bring it back a round of applause. Thank you very much. Sexy. Everything. Honestly, there is nothing more unbearable than a Mary who's had her hair cut. Because you are just full of yourself, isn't you? <laughs> Honestly, if I could check myself, I would. Welcome back to another week. <laughs> I just said that. Welcome back to another week of this, that and the other. Your voice notes, my immediate response and conversations that sometimes last fucking three months. <laughs> As ever, I'm Scotty, and them over there playing with the knob steady. Uh, go by the names of Debbie, Tim, Maya, and Kat. Before we get started, last night, him indoors did me a Marks and Spencer's meal deal tea, dinner for two thingy. So I am full of the joys of spring, honestly. It's amazing. It's just transformative what a meal for two can do when you're eating it with somebody else. <laughs> Anyway, I think we should just dive straight in this week because apparently the mailbox box 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 is quite full. So we should get on with it. Listen, if you hear anything during the show that you want to respond to, hold your horses. The number is coming up. Okay, have some patience. Good. (laughs) Right, Debbie, open up your sack. Show me what you got, girl. (laughs) 
Hi, everybody after the tone. Hi, Scotty. Hi, everyone else. Been loving the new season. It is me, the person that was recently dumped, but I've decided I don't really want to go by that for the rest of my relationship with all of you wonderful people. So I'm called Lot. Wanted to give a little update. Um, loved the words that I got from my message last time. That was really great and made me really grin and smile. And that's what I need right now. So, yeah, love that. I've been feeling a bit better, which is nice. But I went to a comedy gig on Monday and as the lights sort of were going down, I realised that my very recent ex was sat behind me. And the way the seats were set up, we were all at little tables and they were on the table behind me and I was like, oh, fucking hell, I haven't seen them since, we haven't spoken since, you know, all of that good stuff. And I just thought, no, it's fine, look, just watch the gig, get out of there as soon as you can. My friend was like, do you want to leave? And I was like, no, let's just be a grown-up. Anyway, there's obviously a bit in one of the sets about being dumped. And the comedian gestures at the room and is like, right, who's been dumped recently? Terrible timing, my friend leans over me to talk to another friend. Isn't actually even talking about the dumping. But, of course, the comedian is then like... Because we were right at the front. The comedian's then, like, gestures at our table and is like, oh, one of you's been dumped. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, that bit was... They sort of didn't really go into it and it was fine. Later on in someone else's set, the first thing they open with, they come out and they're like, right, someone at your table, points at our table, has recently been dumped. And my friends are all, like, absolutely, like, pissing themselves, but also, like embarrassed and are like not owning up to it because they'd like know the situation and they, the comedian just doesn't give up and he's like no come on one of you said you'd been dumped who was it which one of you had been dumped oh my god I was my ex was fucking sat behind me with all of their mates that all know that they dumped me it was mortifying absolutely fucking mortifying oh but you know what I survived moved on I hate comics, turns out. Comedians can fuck off. And, yeah, that's me. Anyway, this has been a long one, but love you guys. Thanks so much. <laughs> Excellent way to start the show. Ten points. You deserve a badge. You're not getting a fucking badge. Now, listen, I love the way you walked in here and you were like... My name's Lot. I don't want to be referred to as dumped. Even though the last time you came here and told us a dump story and all you've done for the last two minutes is tell us a story about being dumped again. <laughs> you know, like, if you want to be known as something else, hun, like, you know, you've got to mix this up a little bit. <laughs> so, dumped Lot. <laughs> I am laughing because it's just one of those, like, bum squeaky, I just actually would be less embarrassing if I shat myself right now moments where you're just like, oh my God, there is nothing more unfunny than somebody trying desperately to be funny who isn't funny, you know? You know, when you go to those things, you, or you always end up and you're like, why did I, why have I come to a comedy club? Because actually it's not funny. It's not a funny experience. It's like being at school and like, the teacher has stepped out and all of a sudden there's no rules and you're like, oh my God, please, nobody pick on me or look at me. <laughs> Sorry. It's part of the course. Listen, if you don't like it, you can listen to fucking off menu where they talk about food and don't fucking burp. Anyway, 
What an awkward story. Now, I feel this might spur some other awkward ex stories. I mean, I've got a fair few, but you know, as we all know, this podcast isn't all about me. (laughs) It is. If you have got an awkward ex story, please call up. Lot, call up again and tell us a story that doesn't involve dumping and then I will remove dumped lot from your name. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) Hello, After the Tone. I am sending this voice note with quite a quiet voice (laughs) i currently have jet lag this week and um my sleeping pattern is from like 11 p.m till 3 a.m so i'm like listening to amazing podcasts such as yours at very ungodly hours um but i just wanted to send a little voice note about some really positive happy news in November, I was in a long-term relationship with someone I thought was going to be my wife, someone I thought I was going to have, like, my future with, and was very, very epically cheated on and very epically had my heart stamped on and thrown about the place. It was such a shock, and it came out of nowhere. But my amazing queer family and also non-queer chosen family came the fuck through and showered me with so much love and support and it has pulled me through and it has made the beginning of 2022 such a hopeful joyful space and I have started dating someone new and it's really funny it's like probably the most 1940s type scenario I've ever been in because (laughs) we literally haven't kissed yet but we just go on lovely dates and we just natter and it's really nice to be taking something really slow and I think especially like for queer people taking stuff slow can be a challenge especially for the femme queers we all know about U-Haul and it's just yeah both the friendships of chosen family and this new situation has just been a real balm and so healing and I just want to share that nice news with everyone. Um, I absolutely love this podcast. It just brings me so much joy every week. So big love to everyone and here's to healing through the love of friends. Oh, hello, breathy jet lag. You were very breathy. It was almost, I'm going to say it, slutty. And I mean that as a positive. I was very much teetering, is that the word? So I was, anyway, I was holding on to your words. Very lovely. But where have you been going? Slash where have you been? I guess if you've got jet like where have you been? Where have you been? How have you travelled so far when there's war, plague and fucking birds falling out of the sky? Where have you been? Don't allure me like that. I, you know what? I've, I'm starting to get itchy feet around travelling. I mean, for a while I've been like, I'm staying put until this fucking shit's over. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, that's, that might be a really long time, isn't it? Anyway, the main points here. Long-term relationship. Game cheated on. What? Fuck, fuck them, is what I want to say first. Fuck them! Fuck them for not being able to talk about their feelings. Oh, you always know I mean something if I sing it. <laughs> Why can't people just be fucking grown-ups? Like, it's just so minimal to be like, please 
could you just be a nice person towards me? Because you're currently holding one of my organs in your hand. And at the moment, you're fisting it up your own ass. That was your heart that you was holding. Anyway, just in case you didn't get the analogy, one of those. Non-queer people being nice. That's the take home here. (laughs) Don't trust them. They're after something. Honestly, they're after something. Um, lovely to hear that you've got some new dating on the go, though. I quite like the old-fashioned version. This new one that I've got indoors works for the NHS. Everybody do a clap now, please. Thank you very much. Great person. Nice person. Took it very slow. Yes, why not? There are no rules about these things. I know what you mean, though. There is that sort of, like, essentially the unwritten queer rule, which means we move fast, don't we? We do move fast. But anyway, I'd like, if it's ethical i mean who cares no if it's ethical let us know how this one goes because fuck this person not new 1940s person fuck this person who can't talk about their feelings i mean they've probably got some stuff going on but you know at the moment we're in fuck this person mode anyway lovely to hear from you i think you're a first time caller so have a badge i'm taking a pause in episode two of season six because you just told me to get my phone out so here i am Hi, Scotty and Deb and Kat and Tim and Maya. I wanted to ask, because I know Scotty, I think on Instagram, and maybe here you've spoken about this before, about how the fat among us, myself included, don't really get those rituals in their teenage years, like with romance or seduction or sex or lust. or We get... I suppose othered quite a bit or just ignored and that's been on my mind a lot at the moment because I'm now in my excuse me (laughs) my early 40s I have just come out of a five-year relationship it was a good decision but I've only had one sexual partner the person I was with who doesn't even know is the person I lost my virginity to at 36. So it's just on my mind a lot now as to how to go back navigating, meeting people or connecting with people or, you know, finding a partner. Or even if I want to, as in this is very early days. It's only been four months since the breakup. So maybe, maybe I won't. Maybe I don't need that type of relationship anymore. But yeah, I was hoping you could speak about that. Or even if anyone who's listening is also, I don't want to say sexually naive, because that's kind of infantilizing. But I suppose um, sexually inexperienced. But basically, if you could speak about, or if anyone on the pod could speak about that idea of being an adult with kind of gaps of experience sexually or romantically and just how to navigate that because I know I know there is others other people out there who are in a similar position as me but I suppose it's not something that you can just start a conversation about unless you're in the pub with all you sounders so I'm really glad you're back my Thursdays are far more manageable now bye Oh, hello, it's you. You're back. Aggressive start. But you know me, I quite like an aggressive start. (laughs) 
you know what? I don't know. I think I've told you this before, but you called the series maybe series two or three, and it's one of my favourite calls of all time. And I think other people might recognise your voice. And if they do, they do. And if they don't, well, dive into the archive because all of them are available wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you very much. Um, and I love that you were doing what you're told. I love the fact you're like, right, I've just paused because you told me I have to call. So great for that. Is there something in the water today? Because honestly, everyone's really going through it with other people, aren't they? Bless you. So thanks for sharing this. I really appreciate the openness of this because that openness, that vulnerability, vulnerability is scary. You know, to come into a room and be like, everybody, I lost my virginity at 36 can feel, well, hopefully you wouldn't feel that you'd be judged for that here, but that is a vulnerable making thing to say, isn't it? So I just want to give you a bit of love and respect and appreciation for being so vulnerable, because that's kind of what this space is about, as you sort of allude to at the end of your message. There is something I wanted to sort of touch on here. Now, this doesn't come from personal experience, because I was sexually activated quite young, and so I kind of have a very... I have a different experience to this, but one in which might be useful because I was in a monogamous relationship for a very long time with my current companion who listens to the show. I know you're listening and now you're squirming. Yeah, good. Um, who at the time uh, had come out quite late. And so I think we'll be able to relate to some of these experiences. And I think there is such a pressure in our society around sex and sexuality to be fluent, affluent, to know and to know how to, etc. And as a non-monogamous person, I think the times in which I think I've had quote-unquote good sex is when there has been open communication and honesty, not when I've had sex with somebody or sexual relationships with somebody who has had a lot of sex. Actually, the opposite. People, I mean, we're going on a tangent here, but we'll go on it. Those that I've had sex with who have had a lot of sex, it becomes functional for them. So I guess what I'm bringing this up for is that in this discovery and in this new phase that you might be emerging into, you might decide not to. That's the other thing as well. It's your body. You do what you want with it. Um, I'd love you to be present for it. Because that fear, as we know, as you allude to, when we are fat children who turn into fat teenagers, you know, those very formative experiences of being left out, not picked, not chosen, not looked at, they can mean that we sit with worry in these spaces. And what I'm trying to learn is to just be present. But as somebody, as I said, I haven't had this experience. And so I want to open it up to the room. Maybe you can relate to this person. Maybe you've got something you want to share coming up the number in a moment of which you can send a voice note and join in the conversation. Hello, um, my name is Jay. I am a longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, I won't ask for a badge because I'm good. We don't need more stuff. (laughs) Um, I just thought I would call because I'm having a lot of feelings lately. Wow. And uh, I don't know, I find a lot of comfort listening to this podcast and just hearing people share and open up. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been feeling a lot of burnout from the pandemic and feel like I'm going crazy watching people. uh, I'm here in Canada watching people like protest because they think their freedom is being taken away when like it's really just because they couldn't go to the pool 
more than once last year. Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's ridiculous to me. This idea that, like, (laughs) this is oppression, that caring for others is being oppressed. And I just can't wrap my head around how people get there. On top of that, like, I've been having some health issues lately and just not feeling like myself. I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but, like, over the past two years, I just feel like I've lost my spark like a lot of who I am and like what brings me joy doesn't bring me joy anymore yeah anyways I yeah I've had this like I'm just having some health issues and it's making me really reevaluate what am I up to in life and what do I want and just thinking about the past two years and I guess I say that like I know what I can do and I'll talk to my therapist and I'll go get some fresh air and, and, you know, like do what I can to maintain some sort of sanity. But I just thought I would phone in and express that sentiment and just see like, is anyone else feeling that way? I imagine that people are. And how have you rekindled like joy for creativity? Um, I feel like I have no energy or drive to create and when I try to I don't feel like it's a joyful act anymore and I hate that because I really for me it's making music and I that used to be like the thing that made me feel most connected to myself and lately that hasn't been the case if anyone has any coping strategies or like methods um, or just wants to share their story too like I just thought I'd put that out there I promise I'm not always depressing. I'm usually pretty fun and light. Uh, But, you know, these are the times we live in. Okay. Bye. I don't don't know where to start apart from saying hello, welcome, take a fucking seat, sit down, thank you for sharing. Everybody say, everyone say hello to Jay from fucking Canada. The carer, that's you too. Stop doing those cockney knees up in the corner. You know what she's like. Anyway, hello, Jay. It's lovely to see you, hear you, feel you. I want to start with badge gate. I agree. This is why I don't think we need to do badges because there's too much fucking shit going on in the world anyway, let alone the amount of shit that's in the world. So I'm on your team. I've got this idea, Jay. Look, between me and you, I think what I could do is I could design some things and then we could put them on the Patreon and people could make their own things from things they've got around the house. They could make their own merch. You tell me, Jay, if you think that's a good idea. Anyway, I want to say like all feelings are totally fucking welcome here because I don't want you to downplay because you were saying, you know, I'm usually this, I'm usually that. I'm not asking you to be entertaining, witty or interesting. That's my job. <laughs> but I mean that, do you know what I mean? There is no expectation here to to be honest and truthful. I totally understand where this comes from because I experience it and I see it myself. You know, I'm watching friends go back to quote unquote real life and I'm like, How? And I feel that entrenched in so much of this, shall we call it retort? Because I don't want to call it protest because it's not protest. It's just like ignorant people being completely ableist because people are dying, but it's just no longer their own, you know? 
And it's scary. And opening up was always going to be scary. You know, like, it's hard enough opening up emotionally, not opening up back to the world, to aggressive capitalism, to all of the shit that we were dealing with pre this, with the legacy of all this. I was with a friend this week who I hadn't seen for three years because of the thing. And they have... They've changed beyond belief. <sighs> and it's really difficult to see. I don't know where that's come from. Just fear, I think. Empathy. And of course people do change. And of course what's just happened is going to change people. But... um when you see such huge emotional shifts in someone you care very deeply about, it's very difficult to watch, isn't it? I think with my own sanity, I've been trying to, trying to work out what the difference is between me holding on to sanity and me holding on to happiness. Because I think all of those sort of care practices, all of that sort of quote-unquote self-care is often about retaining sanity. And I just wish there was a way of curating happiness. And so, yeah, I feel this. I hear this. And I hear the weight in your voice. Um, You know, on a lighter note, this can be the place that you want to place anything musical. For real! For me and for producer Deb, you know, this very much was a place in which we felt what was going on and also felt we wanted to respond. And so that's how this came about. And two years later, we're still here. So thank you for joining in. If joining in and being creative is as much as you picking up the phone now and then and having a chat or responding to anything that I say, then see that as creativity. But if you want to do a jingle, you know, we're we're all ears. Thank you so much, Jay. This call is, um, it's really touched me, actually. And I hope we'll hear from you again. Still to come, Debbie says, knowing when to say no to therapy. Oh, Nana JRF is back. And a, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> I actually don't know what that says. And a riposter. <laughs> Producer Deb has written something here, which is, <laughs> I don't know. Why would she give me such a fancy word? I think it looks French. I'm going to have to look it up. Callers, hold the line. Here we go. I'm going to have to see if Google can say it. Here we go. Repost. Repost. Repost! A quick, clever reply or an insult or a criticism. Okay, someone's got a repost to the plant pot pooer. <laughs> Fucking hell. They're throwing all the words at me today. Anyway, moving on. A quick hello to the 64 people who found us by searching the word fishing last week. Who knew? <laughs> if that is you, hello. No idea. Absolutely no idea. But to the one person that found us searching the word rodeo, I see you. <laughs> Some hellos this week. Hello to Sophie who says, my voice is very soothing. Oh, oh I think you need to have a word with yourself. 
<laughs> Hello to Spencer, who says, welcome back. And to Ryan, who says, ATT is my new favourite podcast find. Um, if you want a little shout out, maybe a little hello to a friend, or maybe you just want to, you know, follow us and take the gossip a bit further, find us on the social media, Instagram or Twitter by searching After The Tone Podcast. Um, over the next few weeks, I'm kind of interested in speaking to people who might have a hobby or a pastime. So I'd like to know what it is that you do with your fingers steady. What is it that you're doing to kind of fulfill that moment of joy, that bit of creativity there that me and Jay were just talking about? So if that is you, if you've got a hobby, if you've got a pastime, something that you've taken up over the last two years, what I'd like you to do is open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. Zero seven double eight two hundred three four two zero. And you could jump in on any of the conversation threads that you've heard today also. Right, let's get back to the nonsense. Hi, Scotty. Relatively new listener and a first-time caller here. Um, My name is Lily. My pronouns are they, them. I just walked out of a trial therapy session with a new therapist. Um, I got extremely overwhelmed and realised, you know what, I'm not actually ready for this right now. I've been in therapy since I was 12 and I'm now 24 and after a rather um, ceremonious dumping over Zoom from my previous therapist um, I thought I'd try and find a new therapist to take care of my my mentals. However, um, I'm just not ready right now. I feel like I've disappointed my mum and my partner who were encouraging me to go along and try and sort things out Um, but actually... I've just put a boundary in place for probably one of the first times in my life. Therapy is is wonderful and it can be wonderful, but it can also be really painful and you need to be ready to engage with it. And I'm just not right now. Um, I just wanted to vent a little bit and share that. And yeah, if there's anyone else that's been in and out of this sort of revolving door of therapy, if you can't, manage therapy right now what other things do you do to sort of protect yourself oh flipping emails um protect yourself and um take care hello lily thank you very much for calling up the show as an rnlftc recently new listener first time caller yes thank you very much very sing-songy today aren't i i mean it's not coming out nice but who cares um thank you very much for introducing your pronouns i really appreciate that as a relatively new listener you may or may not have clocked but i'm sure you may that fact that i try to use neutrality for everybody who calls because we don't know the gender of the person that's calling do we debbie no we don't so we try to hold a neutral space here and it's a conversation that we've brought up a few times when callers are calling about each other i'll correct people and say oh let's call them are they them so but thank you very much i really appreciate you introducing the pronouns into the room it's a very normal experience but i'm really grateful um, that it's not just me fucking going can we just use neutral pronouns it's not that fucking hard anyway back to you lovely so um yeah i'm on a therapy holiday atm at the moment as the children say because well it's really fucking draining isn't it come on let's say as it is it's work it's labor it's a full-time job 
you know, you do a therapy session, it's about an hour. I mean, they don't even work an hour. I fucking, I tell you what, therapists are fucking lazy knobheads, aren't they? They don't even work the hour. They work 50 minutes. Why? Oh, because we've got to write things up. No, you don't. You just check your emails in that time. So anyway, they get paid for an hour for 15 minutes work. I mean, do you know what? To be fair, with my socialism hat on, that's a good thing. Anyway, this is by the by. I decided to take a therapy holiday, to which my therapist was all about. Because I just need, like, four weeks space of not being like, and this is why I did this. I just needed some space of not being introspective and analysing the root or the etymology of everything. Everything, yeah. I find it difficult enough to place myself in front of others, to advocate for myself. So listening to you advocating for yourself like this, I'm like, they are doing an amazing job here. So I just want to acknowledge setting your boundaries there, babes, because that is great work. That is the work of envy. And you know what? Like, hold it for yourself. You're not a disappointment to anybody. Hold it for yourself. That's the thing about boundaries. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Boundaries about you installing what you need, regardless of the effects of other people. It's really hard. I totally understand that. I'm really able to do it myself. But I just wanted to place that there, that actually you owe nobody an apology, an excuse, or a reason. Maybe you have got something that Lily could look at could do in this space, in this time where they are rethinking, reevaluating, having some time off. If you've got something, pick up the blower. You know how this works. Now it's time for something a little bit new called the DM Slide. This series, I'm giving you the chance to share a confession via my DMs completely anonymous. At first up, we have a confession here from A in England. I have a confession which is very camp. Have you seen Funny Girl, the Barbara Streisand musical? What do I, what do I look like? Do I look like a bland heterosexual that I wouldn't know a Barbara Streisand musical? How very dare you. Anyway, they go on. The penultimate number, Funny Girl. She performs it in a theatre. Oh, it's emotional. Anyway, the other day I was cleaning up in an empty theatre where I work and I've always wanted to do it. So I sang it, alone, in the empty theatre. Because why the fuck not? A moment of joy just for me. (laughs) I really enjoy that. Now, I hate to burst your bubble, but I know this theatre, because you mentioned the name of the theatre, but of course I admitted it, because I'm a nice person. And I know that all of the dressing rooms have a relay that you can hear what's going on on stage. (laughs) So I don't think you were alone, honey. If you've got a confession that you don't want to put your voice to, slide it into my DMs and I will consider reading it. Are you Scotty Love? How are you, babes? Are you Tim? Are you Kat? Are you Maya? And as ever, hello, producer Debbie. And honestly, using that cheese grater on your dry skin. Do you know what you need to do, love? Seep your feet in uh, soapy water with a bit of cider vinegar. Come up a treat. You'll have no cracked heels for summer so you can get your sandals on. Any road, when I was listening to the show last week, the plant pot pooper, they were listening to the eyes of Tammy Faye. And how I know that was, I had just been to the pictures to watch it myself. It's rather good. Any road, well, found out I was disinherited. I mean, that's hardly surprising, is it? I mean, it's a strange thing to say, but I've made my peace with it because my grandma always told me that 
whatever was left of hers and granddad when they went was going to be divided equally amongst the five grandchildren, so into fifths, and uh, managed to go online and get a copy of the will. And my mother received two fifths and my aunt received three fifths. And without being said, that's some for my brother and I and some for the three cousins. But I was very shocked when I saw that because I thought, not to be mercenary, but I just thought my, that was my grandma's wishes. And it was a very granddad thing to do just to kind of like fuck it up at the last minute by changing the will. But I'm looking at it this way. My inheritance means I have absolutely no reason now to have any communication with them whatsoever, unless I choose to. And do you know, I think my grandma would be more glad that I had my toxic mother out of my life than have her in my life and to have that money because no amount of money is worth being in contact with my mother. Um, I mean, we haven't spoken since 2003 and we haven't seen one another since my grandmother's funeral in 2007. So, yeah, it's the closing of a chapter there. Also found out that my mother's third husband died in 2018. And... He was so abusive to my brother and I. And not going to lie, babes, I did let out a little scream for joy. And I know you shouldn't. I know we were all supposed to be told, oh, you shouldn't speak ill of the dead. But I tell you what, I'm glad that fucker's gone. I really do. Because he fucking made my teenage years miserable. But anyway, just to say, I love all of yous, you bastards. Um, I do. I love you all, and I'm glad to be back. Love and light. God bless, sweethearts, and a big kiss from that sheriff. Bye. Oh, Nana's back in the house, and don't we love hearing you and having you, darling? Uh, cider vinegar on your heels—is that a thing? Really? Oh, I can't imagine that feels or smells lovely. Oh, Debbie, don't, don't be listening to her. Because I know what you'll be like. You'll be down the chip and putting onion vinegar on your fucking feet. You'll only get it wrong. Anyway, I'll pretend she didn't hear it. Disinherited. Oh, Doesn't death bring out the worst in people? Absolutely. Do you know what? Maybe this is a sort of link with what Jay was saying about people talking about their freedoms. It's like moments like this, moments of crisis, really do show you the ilk of humanity, doesn't it? You really do see the best and worst in people. It is a real binary, isn't it? Coming together or pulling apart. Um, there sort of seems to be a theme here this week about the chosen family. And I wonder if the chosen family goes beyond those of us with queer, uh, queer, I mean, all letters of that acronym, identities. I wonder if the chosen family exists in other spaces too. That's a question for the room. Um, I wanted to pick up on this thing about you feeling, I'm going to say joy. You didn't use the words joy, but, you know, like a moment of relief, I guess it was, to know that this person, this abuser, this person that had done you wrong. Um, I say done you wrong. Sorry, that sounds like I'm playing it down. I don't mean that. This person who's, in your own words, you know, they really dragged you over hot coals, lovely. 
why you shouldn't feel elated that they're no longer with us. You know, I, I'm not, not saying that to you, Jerry. I'm sort of saying that to our culture. Like, there have been some really prolific public political figures who have died over the last 10 years, who people are like, well, RIP, you know, they served the country. No, they didn't. They served themselves and others like them. I'm okay to say, I'm not sad they're dead. One less fucking dickhead to fucking hate. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I just wanted to kind of denying yourself that moment of relief because actually I think that's what it is. It's not joy, is it? It's relief. It's being like, I now never need to see them ever again. I will never be confronted by them ever again. They're never going to be able to hurt me again. And so you sit with that, sit with that relief. Anyway, Nana JRF, lovely to have you. Hi, Scotty. Hello, producer Deb. Hello, Tim, Kat and Maya. First time caller, long time listener here. This is mostly a message for uh, the plant pot pooer who I heard from last week. The story just really hit home and I just felt I had to get in touch for I to have been reduced to shitting outside of my toilet inside my own home. So I thought if I just share that then maybe we can sit together in shame or maybe even reduce reduce some of that shame together so my boyfriend um doesn't like to be rushed let's say and I have a bit of a a slight IBS it it gets better every year but a slight IBS situation um we were both in the flat of a morning and he is he is doing a poo and he does not like to be rushed so I, a couple of minutes into him being in the, the only toilet in our flat, I really need to go. And, you know, I don't know if anyone else got IBS, but, you know, it's like it just comes from a place within you that you just don't you're not aware of any other time. But it, when it when it needs to, it needs to. And I just couldn't. I'm pacing. I'm sweating. I'm kind of asking him, but I think a part of him, if he's honest with himself, he knows that he's actually just taking a bit more time because I think he kind of thinks he's sort of not really believing me. I know, it's ridiculous. So I'm just like, well, what are my options? I start to really weigh up what my options are. And I've got a balcony. So I'm like, better do it outside. I get a carrier bag. I take the carrier bag out onto the balcony. I look around, there's other balconies sort of at eye level. I just take my chances. I shit in the bag on the balcony. Everything after that's a bit of a blur. I do take the bag down and deposit it of it outside. I sort of put it in a, a bin outside. I hope that helps plant pot pooer in some way. I don't know how I feel having just shared that with you. I feel a bit grubby. <laughs> um... That's it. Bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, if we get a call like this one a week, <laughs> we'll be sponsored by the IBS Foundation, I'm sure. <laughs> First time caller, long time listener. You have got the voice of somebody who was on telly in the 90s. I, I mean, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular. You've just got that real charismatic voice, haven't you? You should be in this game. You should be doing the podcast and uh, voiceovers. And well, I actually don't because it's fucking hard work. 
<laughs> you have to listen to people's shit stories all day. Absolute 10 points for a shit in the bag story. Yes, please. And that's all we've got time for. I think this is going to be up there with one of my favourite episodes. There was so much honesty, so much truth, but also still a lot of laughter and a lot of giggles. We have been here, there and everywhere. And we have started conversations about therapy, about what is going on in the world, in Canada, with people talking about their freedoms. We've spoken (laughs) about shitting in a bag. And we've also spoken about virginity and, you know, sexual experiences and relationships and getting dumped in the end of relationships. If any of that stuff has piqued your interest, if you've got something that you want to share, a story you want to respond to with any of that, or your own thing that is burning your tongue, if that's a saying, (laughs) then all you got to do, open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. Zero, seven, double, eight. 200 3420 And remember if you want to join in the conversation you can come and join us over on Patreon there you can help us keep the lights on in this place and provide this I'm going to call it a service yeah it's a service for people across the world who are joining in listening and finding themselves and each other patreon.com forward slash after the tone if you can you can if you can't you can't no pressure it just means we're able to do this for a little bit longer right that's it for this week i'm off to probably gonna get a coffee and sit in a chair for a while and just sort of stare at the sky because it was a it was a heavy show today and so I hope you do the same and there was a lot of laughter a lot of joy but there was also a lot of stuff that sort of um moved me emotionally so until next week look after yourselves and each other After the Tone is hosted by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis, digital producer Kat Prill. After the Tone is a Debbie's production production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.